to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the nature of samsara and nirvana. Welcome. Today I'd like to talk about two fundamental concepts that run throughout the Buddhist tradition and also are found in Hinduism. And these two concepts are samsara and nirvana. Samsara and nirvana. According to Trungpa Rinpoche, he said that by discovering the truth of samsara, you are discovering nirvana. So let's look at these in terms of just simple experience. Samsara is referring to an endless round of confusion, you could say, kind of a compulsive approach to life. Samsara is a term for the kind of turmoil that we often experience, the sense of deadliness and grim quality, the sense of deadly seriousness, and repetition, repeating harmful patterns over and over again. It's kind of a deadly approach to, to things where we just kind of go around and around and around in circles and don't seem to get anywhere or to, to really understand what we're doing or why. We just do it out of uh, habit and out of uh, fear, I suppose you could say. One of the uh, qualities that is said to mark samsara is a sense of unease and of fear and a quality of discontent and lostness in a way. So samsara has a a lot of different qualities. It's marked by things becoming really frozen, like do you ever find that your thoughts are rolling along and then they just freeze and they're stuck and that's it. They don't change, They're, they're frozen, they're solid. And that solidity gives a certain kind of weird comfort, but at the same time, solid as it is, it's extremely fragile. I think sometimes people with the most solid, the most fixed views that seem to be most certain about everything, underneath are actually the most scared, uh, most dependent on trying to pin down the world in a way that the world can't really be pinned down. So samsara, at least in my opinion, is pretty... uh, common, familiar ground, and you see how people out of ignorance don't deal with uh, life and just go along, even though it's causing oneself or others harm, and just sort of go along and have no sense of alternative. And at the same time, we don't really want to look at that pattern that much. That's what keeps it going. I think that is related to the quote of discovering the truth of samsara means discovering nirvana. And that is kind of a counter counter thought to most of us, that how do you get out of suffering? How do you get out of discontent? How do you go out of fixation, compulsion, etc.? It's by going right into it and looking at it and understanding it. So that a sense if we'd like to think about how everything would be nice, if only this, if only that, if only I were this way, if only you were that way, if only the world were more fair, if only the world were more this, more that. But it said that you actually have to understand what is going on. Looking directly into samsara is a way to find liberation from samsara. And that leads us to the other term, nirvana. Nirvana means a cessation of the uh, patterns that entrap us. 
Nirvana has a lot of different interpretations. Freedom is one description. Peace is the one I prefer. The peace that comes when we let go of fixation, when we cut through our fixed views, when we don't struggle so hard against the nature of things, I guess you could say. Nirvana is peace. Nirvana is peace. And it's not the kind of pattern here where we're trying to dump some sorrow and grasp after nirvana, which doesn't work at all. Again, going back, discovering the truth of samsara, you are discovering nirvana. So oddly, and uh, again, in the in the kind of way, judo-like way that the Buddhist path works, nirvana is a relief that comes when you don't have to try so hard. Nirvana isn't something you, you can construct out of your effort and grim fixation on getting out of pain. It comes from the opposite, from some kind of relaxing and realizing we don't always have to try so hard to find what we're looking for. It's almost though we try so hard, we're running all around what is right there, present for us to provide some relief from suffering and fixation and being caught in just endless rounds that don't seem to lead anywhere. They just kind of go round and round and round. So samsara and nirvana. Looking into the nature of samsara, you discover nirvana. Looking into our own patterns, our own fears, our own attachments, our own views. Where do those views come from? How come they mean so much to us? And unraveling and unraveling. So there's a lot of teachings about this and how we relate to samsara and nirvana. Not in the view of a carrot and a stick, or in the sense of good guy, bad guy, samsara bad, nirvana good. It's not that simple, and it's much more intimate, at least the way we begin to understand these concepts. Looking within looking within, how do we find ourselves in the situation we are in? And what does it mean to have relief, to peace? What is peace? How do we experience some kind of mental, physical, emotional, relational peace? And what keeps us riled up? So those are very fundamental energies that's being worked with through meditation practice, and through a study and understanding that is part of the Buddhist path. So samsara and nirvana, not a perfume, not some kind of rock group, but fundamental human experiences that kind of roll around. There are glimpses of peace in the midst of a samsaric suffering, and there are glimpses of samsaric suffering in many of our moments of peace. So working with that dance... Discovering peace within samsara, within this confused world and our confused selves. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.